1: The Go Huskies podcast is presented by Air Van Moving, the official mover of Husky football and your next move.
2: Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate.
4: from the Mountaineering Club high atop graduate Seattle. Both up, touchdown Washington! This is the Husky Football Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield.
5: Attacking and explosive is what I'd like to really
4: think we're going to be. The Husky Football Coaches Show is brought to you by Air Van Moving, the official mover of Husky football. And your next move. Now,
1: alongside coach
4: Kalen DeBoer, here's the voice of the Huskies, Tony Castricone.
1: Here we go again. It's the Husky Football Coaches Show with Kalen DeBoer. I'm Tony Castricone. We are live at the Mountaineering Club at the Graduate Hotel in the U District in Seattle. And, Coach, coming off uh, a Pac-12 opener, a win over the Stanford Cardinal, 40 to 22. You get to 4-0 on the season, and you get to the first day of class. It feels like that's the big story today.
5: Yeah, there's a lot going on, even just driving to the hotel here. it took a little longer. Yeah, it So a lot, lot more people around campus today, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, the crosswalks are a little bit busier yeah. this time of year. But yeah. uh, you, you got off to a good conference start with that win against Stanford, 40-22 to 22 the final score. And, uh, again, it just seemed like your team got out to those fast starts that you're looking for.
5: Yeah, the defense is uh, doing a great job of uh, – getting off the field and uh the early uh we <laughs> got that 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 uh changed on us our yeah yeah, there, yeah so. went up a little bit uh, there good. we go the defense is doing a great job of getting off the field early and our offense uh just clicking you know early in the game and so we're playing with a lead uh we're pretty comfortable in those spots right now um we know that won't be the case uh throughout the entire year so um when adversity has hit i think we've uh, taken advantage and made it temporary and and uh responded uh, in a very positive way every time that's happened
1: great well i can't wait to dive into the stanford win a little bit more with you coming up in the next segment then we'll preview ucla then at the bottom of the hour number 21 co-captain wayne talapapa running back from hawaii transfer from the university of virginia will be joining us for the last half hour can't wait to talk to him uh one of my favorite huskies i've met in quite some time it's gonna be a great conversation uh we got a lot Scheduled over the course of the next hour, we are live at the Graduate Hotels Mountaineering Club on the 16th floor overlooking beautiful downtown Seattle right here live on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield.
6: Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists, a proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans in the game.
1: In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. This
4: is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Red Hook is
7: proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill, less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA. Plus, a new and exciting food menu this fall you will not want to miss. With two patios, 10 big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy responsibly.
8: It's time to bring the big game to your backyard. With battery power made by Steel. Our AK Homeowner System battery tools start at just $199.99. Find yours at over 10,000 local dealers. Steel is a proud supporter of your Washington Huskies. Real Steel. Find yours. All prices SNW SRP.
9: 30 yard line staff to Penix. Fenix looks, goes for the home run for a It's caught. Touchdown, Roman Dunze. He got it 30 yards. What a catch by Roman Dunce. His sixth career touchdown catch. I don't know how he was able to pull that thing away from Jonathan McGill. But the dogs sound the siren. It's 26-7. Washington leads Stanford. Oh, my goodness, that is a NFL throw if I've ever seen it.
1: Yeah, what a hookup between Michael Penix and Roma Dunze. That's our Air Van Move of the Game, brought to you by Air Van Moving, official mover of Husky football, and your next move. And um, an amazing catch, an amazing throw, Coach. Uh, you know, from, from when I saw that play live – uh it was really kind of hard to tell it looked like the coverage was all over roma Dunze, and michael Penix put it in the one spot that rome could make the play and he held on for an amazing amazing touchdown
5: well there, there there's more to it with that play um you know we had run that exact same concept probably in a similar spot on the field earlier in the game rome was in the same spot and uh The way Mike saw the coverage, um, there's some options Rome has in that play. Mm. And um, we got the exact same coverage uh, earlier. And uh, coming off the field, you know, Mike was already talking with Rome about what he had seen. And uh, they both make that adjustment. Uh, I can remember, you know, when that play call was made, um, kind of like looking to see what the coverage might be. And being 100% confident that Rome – was going to be where Mike thought he was going to be hmm. because they had talked about it and discussed it. And, and uh, you know, they just played fast. You know, that's what they did right there. And the coverage was great, um, but the throw was better and the the catch was even better than that. And so, you know, that's just where our guys are at right now. Um, all receivers, whether they're uh, open or not, got their, their head on a swivel because Mike's putting the ball in spots where really he's throwing them open. And sometimes they are tough catches, but – I think of another catch where Jalen McMillan had one kind of over the top towards our sideline. You know, Mike just kind of put it and dropped it right in over one defender and another in front of another. You know, one behind, one in front. And so uh, Mike's just putting in the spots. uh, He's throwing guys open. And uh, the receivers, I think, are just continuing to be more and more confident that the ball's going to be there. Now they just got to go pull it down.
1: Are you, uh, I mean, I, I know Michael's got a lot of experience playing college football at this point. But does he even amaze you sometimes to see how frequently he's pinpoint accurate that way?
5: Um, I think there's more and more throws where he's doing that, like different types of throws, you know, not just balls down the sideline where they're back shoulder, you know, Um, ones where there's touch and, you know, might be more in the middle of the field or deep down the field. You know, I just think he's expanding what those great throws are. And that only comes when you get a chance to make them. And the more you get to throw the ball and, uh, you know, the longer you're doing this, the more opportunities that come up. But he's just super talented. And he can, like, visualize where he could throw that ball uh, just so well before it's even happening. And, uh, you know, receiver may feel – or defender may feel like they got good coverage. And in the end, he just throws them open. (laughs) It's
1: it's been so fun to watch. Uh, You know, obviously you can hear the smile on my face right now. Uh, This is a team that is – Looks like it loves each other. Looks like it's having fun. And off to this 4-0 start after the win over Stanford, 40-22. to We are live at the Graduate Hotel Seattle. Hey, if you're in town for the next game, make sure you visit Graduate Seattle, a handcrafted hotel in the heart of the U District. From panoramic views of our rooftop bar to our pet-friendly Art Deco digs, Graduate Seattle is the smartest place to stay for Husky fans. Check us out online, graduatehotels.com. All right, uh, Rome had a huge game it wasn't just that catch it was the 61 yarder it was the eight catches for 168 and you know we've seen games where Jalen's gone off Giles has had his big game against Portland State Jalen Polk was the star against Michigan State now Rome just uh you know, he was burning. He was, he was mm-hmm. red hot the other night. And I just think it goes as a testament not only to him, but just the depth of this room.
5: Yeah, and those guys are doing a great job of making those plays early in the game. You know, the week before, Jalen McMillan catches a ball deep down the sideline, puts us in scoring range, you know, on the first drive. Mm-hmm. Um, Rome, uh, the one that sticks out to me early in the game, was a deeper crosser. Um, towards our sideline, he had to go down and get it. Yeah, you know, and Mike put it in the spot really where I thought where it needed to be um, to get it away from the defender. But Rome goes down to the ground, and a lot of people will go down, and that ball's not going to be caught. And they're making plays early, allows us to stay on the field. We're converting. I thought there was a lot of, you know, third and fives and and mid range third and fourth downs that we converted, whether it be Rome or Jalen, and uh, just kept us on the field. And the more we're on the field, the more that rhythm happens and the more the confidence happens. And so, and obviously, you know, you guys stay on the field in order to score. But those guys are just right away coming out of the gates, starting fast. They're locked in, and they're excited to go out and make the next play.
1: Yeah, four games, four opening drives, four touchdowns. Starting fast is a pillar of your program. but, But to be able to go out and execute it week after week is a different thing. Yeah, I've even just been
5: thinking about, like, what are we doing now compared to what we've done in the past? And I think a lot of it is players making plays, the offensive staff and Coach Grubb doing a great job. But what else is there, too? Because I, I know we've done some of those things. You know, is it is it uh, even just what we do for the walkthroughs and how locked in those guys are, whether it be earlier in the day or, you know, some places we haven't stayed at hotels the night before a game. And so are we extra locked in because we're we're together during that time? And so – um, just, you know, trying to make sure, you know, you don't want to um, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, right? You right. Know, but just you want to make sure that the things that seem to be leading to us being locked in, because it's not just the offense, the defense is doing a good job coming out of the blocks too, and so I like where we're at, our like, like our mindset, we're hungry um, we showed that, you know, there was really no, or little if there was, I think it was more of a rise than it was any drop off from uh, Michigan State to last week, and that says a lot about the guys because there was a lot of talk uh, through all week long about um, you know that, that week three win.
1: Yeah, you bring up the defense. We've kind of gotten used to when we play Stanford, we know we're going to kick off at the beginning of the game because we want to defer and they want to take the football, and that's just the way it goes. And usually it's a five-hour drive down the field to open mm-hmm. it up, and they score and half the first quarter's gone, and now you're behind the eight ball. Your defense sets the tone in this game with a three and out
5: yeah they did and um just getting after the passer all day was really the 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 story Mm -hmm. and uh, that started right away you know and our guys dialed it up and got uh, a lot of pressure early and often and got a lot of confidence there i i i think we felt like that was going to be how it was going to go down Mm -hmm. um and what we would do against their rpo game against their drop back when we forced them into those situations but um you don't know until you play the game and so, super proud of the guys and executing and a lot of different looks that we showed and, and
1: uh, the guys executing got home. I noticed when you gave out your uh, Husky Player of the Weeks this week uh, for the power on the defensive side, just give it to the whole front. Yeah, I mean, that's what it <laughs> was. That's, it was that's hard front. to choose.
5: You know, we didn't even pick just the starters. It was everyone because we played a lot of guys and we didn't just pick the D-line. It was the linebackers that were heavily involved too, so... Yeah, they they earned it. They did a a great job playing together.
1: Yeah, well, and you also talk about, okay, so the turnover part of the game. You did get eight Mm -hmm. sacks, but can you actually turn these guys over? And um, that was maybe something that I was kind of waiting to see a few more of in in a game. Uh, You know, certainly week one, Asa Turner had the couple picks. He's been banged up haven't generated as many turnovers as you might think. But uh, that wasn't the case against Stanford. And it was the defensive front that came up with all of them. Cam Bright had the pick. Tuitele, uh pounced on a couple of strip sacks.
5: Yeah, and uh, you know, with with that RPO, uh, once our DBs made the, the quarterback uh, pull it you know, based on the read, uh, I thought our guys did a great job of really clamping down and not making that throw easy. And once he had to double clutch, that was enough time with uh, many of those RPOs to where we could get home. Because, you know, you're not setting as an offensive lineman like you would Mm -hmm. in a normal drop-back pass. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, those linemen think that the ball is being run behind them. And, uh, you know, the ball's got to come out quicker. And with the slow mesh that they run and then also just our corners in particular, doing a really good job of just being, being physical up on the line of scrimmage, not getting beat right off the line. Um, the only thing that they really did was threw a couple fades down the sideline where, you know, um, you know they earned it and they did a good job. And that's going to happen uh, when they pull up and throw because, you know, really an RPO is trying to take advantage of a one-on-one situation.
1: Yeah. Um, the running game uh, was working in addition to the passing game. Wayne Talapapa with the first 100-yard game for a running back uh, for the Huskies this year. Uh, and just explosive 13 carries 120 yards the longest run of his career I think actually the two longest runs mm-hmm. of his career came in this game and um it just really felt like he was the hot hand
5: he was in a groove no question um and you know it's good to see that happen and Wayne uh you know uh you know works so hard every single day uh you know you'll love talking with him here on the air in a few minutes but uh you know, the, the cool thing about that is is that we took another step. You know, we took a step running the football. And we got to keep doing that because our offense, you know, right now everyone's – it's pass, pass, pass. Not that we're calling that many more, but that's really where we're eating up the big chunks. And mm-hmm. we saw some chunk runs, and we're going to need that. We know that at some point weather's going to hit us, and it's going to hit us in, in, in uh, you know, October, November – um, and if you're going to win a championship, you know, I, I, it's, it's got to happen. You know, it's going to happen where there's going to be weather affected. And so uh, we got to continue to make ourselves to where things like that, the variables that we can't control, aren't going to manipulate uh, us and our chances of winning.
1: Yeah, every November football game is in the Pacific Northwest. Yep. We're not going down to yep. Arizona or SoCal for yep. any of those. Uh, Last time we were in Pullman, it snowed the whole game. Uh, You're right. That's absolutely going to be a factor. And then, you know, can can special teams perform? And I thought this week for you to have the Pac-12 special teams player of the week, Peyton Henry, uh, not just four for four on the extra points, but uh, I know you want to punch him in. You want to finish the drives with touchdowns, but you need to be able to count on getting three, and he did that four times, once from 47 yards.
5: Yeah, just uh, gaining more and more confidence in Peyton. And that whole that whole uh, with Jaden and um you know long snapping, I mean he does a great job and so uh Jack uh, is our holder and there's just that unit practices all day every day. You know, just the snap kick hold or hold and kick and uh you know, I, I thought Peyton hit the ball the best he's hit, hit it all year, hmm. you know, practice included. Uh, you know, there's been a couple even just field goals, weeks one and two where you know, it just wasn't as, it wasn't that pop. And, you know, if there wasn't crowd noise, you'd be able to hear the difference. Mm. And uh, I thought he, you know, he hit that 47-yarder, and it really it was it was good from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, there was really not a question, um, at least from where I was standing. And so I uh, really like the way he's progressing. I think maybe, you know, I'd like to think this a little bit, that, you know, the, the kicks that were taken off of him with Grady kicking off is also helping Peyton, just his legs staying fresh. And so... Uh, we're, we're reaping the rewards, you know, both with our kickoff team and also with uh, just the consistency we're getting
1: in the field goal. Well, it, I, if you continue to score as many touchdowns as you want to score, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of kickoffs, well, that, right?
5: That, that's, the, that's the whole thing. Yeah. And that's where I, you know, if you're going to score a lot of points, you're going to have a lot of kicks, you know. Mm-hmm somewhere between 15 and 18 kicks a game, right. you know, and so – and that's just if you're kicking extra points. Now you had a, bunch, a couple of field goals in there. Yeah. And then every kick after that mm-hmm. on a kickoff, uh, those add up on a guy's leg.
1: Yeah, so safe to say now three games in, Grady Gross is going to continue to be a part of uh, this game plan this year?
5: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we'll have different uh, different options. Um, uh, Shock is also now mm-hmm. coming back. Um, he was not really available to us uh, – early part of the season and, and he actually has a pretty big leg too and so uh, he's another lefty just add a lefty to <laughs> just, everything we have whether right it be kickers uh quarterbacks you name it so um and so we got great competition right there yeah. cool thing it's just very similar to quarterbacks competition we had earlier you know those guys are all in there uh, helping each other out. And uh, they want each other to be successful.
1: We'll talk to Wayne Talapapa at the bottom of the hour. But coming up next, uh, Coach DeBoer previews UCLA for us. That's the challenge on Friday night. It's a Friday night game, 735 kickoff at the Rose Bowl. That's when we continue live from the Graduate Hotel, the Mountaineering Club on the 16th floor. This is Husky football from Learfield.
10: Saturdays are made for football. And when the game is on, we're finally off. Off duty, offline, out of office. A correct Coors Light is our do not disturb message to the world. On game day, we don't think about the 9-5, to five, but worry about the 4th and 1. So this Saturday, grab a Coors Light, press play on some pigskin, and pause on everything else. Coors Light. Mountain-cold refreshments. Made to chill. Proud partner of Husky Athletics. 2021 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly.
11: Hello, dog fans. AstroTurf, the icon that invented their industry, is thrilled to provide the stage for all the exciting moments that will occur at Husky Stadium this football season. AstroTurf's distributor in the Pacific Northwest, Coast to Coast Turf, is excited to bring a premium playing surface to Husky Stadium with the AstroTurf RootZone 3D3 Blend Synthetic Turf System, offering supreme safety, durability, innovation, and reduced maintenance. Coast to Coast Turf, serving the Pacific Northwest and AstroTurf, the brand, since
4: 1965. This is the Washington Sports Network from
6: Learfield. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists. A proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans
1: in the game. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington Faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. Back on the Husky Football Coaches Show, live at the Graduate Hotel and the Mountaineering Club on the 16th floor with our rooftop views. And it's really great this time of year because uh, that's six to seven hour. That sun is going to be setting right over the Olympics. It is absolutely beautiful from up here. Hey, make sure you download the Go Huskies mobile app presented by WAFED Bank to access mobile ticketing, audio streaming, all-team access, scores, schedules, breaking news, and you can try our all-new purple and gold pick'em game to put your football predictions to the test. Coach, uh, Friday night game at the Rose Bowl against UCLA. There's only three games in all of college football this weekend that have undefeated teams playing each other. Ours is one of them. Uh, really can't wait to see these two teams go toe to toe. Both have put up a ton of yards, a ton of points early on this season. Um, but UCLA seems to certainly have found their groove now in the fifth year of uh, the Chip Kelly era.
5: Yeah, Chip's Chip's uh, doing a great job. Um, you know, they get four and zero and. You know he's running the offense, and you expect uh, big numbers like they've been putting up uh, when he's uh, calling the shots. And you know, it's especially easy, just like we're talking about Penix and what he's doing at quarterback. I think uh, their success is pretty much because of the quarterback they have. You know, with DTR, and so uh, he's he's uh, he's been there five years. I remember him as a freshman in 2018. Yeah. We, we actually played them uh, before as well, and uh, then last year, and. He, I I think he's improved even just since last year, especially with his confidence throwing, uh, decision-making. He's light years different than what he was four or five years ago. And he's running the show. He's got some guys around him. You know, um, Charbonnet at tailback is going to be as tough as we see. Um, You know, he's just physical. He's twitchy. Um, He's a big, just a big kid and, uh, you know, can run inside and out. Um, You know, we had trouble. We've had – you know trouble bringing him down whenever we faced him in in the past and so um, big tall receiver Bobo you know transferred in and uh, some other guys that are just uh, adding to the arsenal and uh, the big thing you know, is they're just keeping him under wraps and you know how do you do that you bring pressure and yeah you know you bring the pressure and miss and now he's really off and running and yeah. you know you drop back and let him have all day and and he's smart enough to know where to go with the football so um, you know that's gonna be a uh, a tough test for our defense. There's no doubt about it uh, that that we have our hands full, and it'll be a big part of the game.
1: It seems to me, um, just as I as I take a look at spread offenses around college football, most of them get the majority of their yards throwing the football. And, and there are only a few that really spread it out and run. Mm-hmm. Um, Chip Kelly's got one of them. You've kind of played one in Kent State earlier this yep. year. Are there similarities there? Does it help to have played Kent State so far? I know it's different athletes, but, uh, you know, it, it just seems – I wonder how similar those styles are that you've seen. I,
5: I would say Kent State going into the game was probably more run than what uh, UCLA is, especially, uh, you know, just uh, w- w- with the tempo and the things that they try to do. It, it's different, but the – the piece where you know especially in the passing game where the quarterback's back there you know you can lock everyone down you can cover everyone do a great job and you know all it takes is that one little lane for a quarterback uh you know like the Kent State quarterback and like DTR just step up and it's you know moving the chains is what that what happens when they make good smart decisions and you know it's third and seven and all of a sudden you know they just step yeah. up and Seven yards uh, goes fast when you got guys like that that can run.
1: Yeah, and it seems like third down conversions can be really, especially third and long, it can be real demoralizing for a defense too, trying to just stay positive in in those situations. Zach Charbonnet, you mentioned him. Um, You know, when I read about him, I keep hearing the word vision come up. People keep talking about his vision. Um, What's noticeable about the way that he attacks uh, his yardage that – People can tell that he's got great. Yeah, I
5: think it's probably where he's running. He's running to all areas, inside and out. He's cutting back. Um, He's making guys miss the second level. Um, You know, so I think it's all those things. Uh, He's just, uh, you know, with experience comes those those things, especially if you're super talented. And um, you know, when do you lower your head and fall ahead for yards, and when do you really make that guy miss? And seems like he's got a good balance of both. Um, You know, it's hard to bring down and. And uh, hard to get your hands on him, too.
1: Our defense has been really good so far this year against the run. And it seems like, you know, if we've been hurt in the running game at all, it is kind of plays breaking down and quarterbacks kind of making yeah. plays. Um, Stanford's Casey Filkins had the most success so far this year, but still we're pretty reasonably able to keep him under wraps. Do you feel um – Do you feel uh, that this run defense is is a real strength of the defense that we have? Yeah,
5: I think when it's uh, something similar, you know, to where we faced the last two weeks where you don't necessarily have that quarterback that can take over a game, you know, it's going to be different this weekend. Uh, And we can hone in on just uh, what those schemes are. That's not just us. That's going to be a lot of good run-stopping defenses. But I think we're really locked in on, uh, on, on our gaps and trusting each other and, And where guys are fitting in uh, from the second and third levels, corners, um, I'm sorry, linebackers and safeties, and uh, you know we're we're gaining a lot of trust and confidence. And the more reps we have in the defense, the more um, that uh, that consistency will happen, and uh, the less blown assignments. You know, sometimes the big runs right now has still been a blown assignment. You know, um, I think for instance, you know, we're still learning to play games in our own stadium when it's loud
1: yeah okay. you know and yeah. so
5: um guys just having to communicate and uh there's been a growing uh, a pain here and there with some of those things you know the scheme was good and and uh you know the guys know what they're doing it's just that part of the communication didn't get to one person you know yeah. and so um that's been a breakdown a couple times and you know we're fixing those one by one and just really re you know honing in, and the more reps those guys get, the more
1: more successful they've been. ZTF told us on the post-game show Saturday night, he's like, Husky Nation was amazing. Sometimes I just want to be like, hey, can you give me like one second so I can talk to my own guy before? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because, I mean, it, it's it's a challenge for both, both sides of the ball. There, sure. There's no
5: doubt. And uh, ZTF and the defensive ends, they're heavily involved in... Um, a lot of that communication. You know, you think mainly the secondary and coverages, but just with how we do things, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot happening.
1: So your rush defense is tenth in the nation in yards per carry allowed, two point six four. Number nine is UCLA at two point six one. They have been pretty good against the run themselves. They've got a pretty formidable front. Uh, I wonder what you've seen from UCLA's defensive front so far. Well, they
5: got they got some uh, they got some new guys that have come into the program. They have a lot of transfers across the board. Yeah. Um, but the, you know the edges are bigger guys. They're two sixty two, um, and their twin brothers. And yeah. They, they obviously, Latu is just you know wreaking havoc with everyone in the pass rush, and so um, those guys are just doing a great job. And then they have a good rotation of a number of guys inside that. You know got those big bodies uh you know not quite like MJ mjla but uh a lot of guys that uh just good stout defenders in there so you know they're eating up blocks and allowing the the linebackers to run and you know they got some uh, they got some good players
1: it's going to be fun to just step on that field the rose Bowls a special place uh, i know it's 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 different for a ucla home game than it is on january 1st mm-hmm. for sure but it still just reeks of, like of college football history i mean i know you're a guy that that grew up in the Midwest, loving the game, and you just remember those old Big Ten, yeah. Pac-10 showdowns in in the Rose Bowl every January first. It's it's going to be a lot of fun to be there.
5: Yeah, I remember the first time getting a chance to coach there. It's just you're right. It's uh, it's one of those memorable places, and um, you know it's cool for our guys to get that experience to play even a regular season game mm-hmm. there. Uh, when you you know when you when you're around the facility, there's a lot of pictures that are posted up you know yeah, you really yeah. notice it when you're up in the press box you know and all the history that's happened there um there's a few things even in the, in the opponent's locker room of uh, all the the events not even just football sure. games, the events that have happened there too yeah. so got a lot of history there
1: yeah it's going to be a lot of fun it'll be a seven thirty-five kickoff friday night right here on the network washington at ucla both teams are are four and zero. Dogs try to get to five and zero, and Wayne Talapapa's a big part of that. He joins us next on the Husky Football Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield.
3: For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care.
7: Brown Family Vineyards is a proud partner of University of Washington Athletics. Founded by Husky grad Andrew Brown, this family-owned winery is committed to world-class production with its roots in Walla Walla, the heart of Washington wine country. With more than 100 critical scores of 90-plus points, every decision made from the vineyard to the bottle reflects a commitment to premium Washington State wine of exceptional quality and assures seller-worthy vintages that stand the test of time. Stop by one of Brown's tasting rooms in downtown Walla Walla, Seattle's historic Pioneer Square, or Tacoma's Proctor District now through the end of September,
4: and mention Husky Athletics to receive a complimentary flight with any purchase of a full price one. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Hello,
11: dog fans. AstroTurf, the icon that invented their industry, is thrilled to provide the stage for all the exciting moments that will occur at Husky Stadium this football season. AstroTurf's distributor in the Pacific Northwest, Coast to Coast Turf, is excited to bring a premium playing surface to Husky Stadium with the AstroTurf RootZone 3D3 Blend Synthetic Turf System, offering supreme safety, durability, innovation, and reduced maintenance. Coast to Coast Turf, serving the Pacific Northwest and AstroTurf, the brand, since 1965.
1: In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington Faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017.
4: This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield.
9: Left-hand mark, thirty-four yard line of Stanford territory. Hand-off, Wayne Telepapa. Big crease left side. Stiff arm, and there he goes. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Wayne Telepapa. He houses it from 34 yards. yards and a 34-yard explosive to give the dogs a 16-0 lead on Stanford.
1: We've got a blushing Wayne Talapapa joining us here on the uh, Husky Football Coaches Show live at the Graduate Hotel. Uh, Longest run of your career, Wayne. 36 games of college football. That was your your longest run, and uh, that had to feel pretty good in the win against Stanford on Saturday.
12: Yeah, it was awesome. It was a great uh, feeling to be able to do that, and, and what a blessing it was to kind of do it here at this program so yeah, yeah really excited about it
1: well thanks for joining us today uh here on the coaches show real quick want to tell husky fans you can predict the outcomes of husky games throughout the season with the free to play purple and gold pick'em game simply answer questions and win prizes including game day vip experiences autograph merchandise and more play purple and gold pick'em now inside the go huskies app all right uh i told you i asked you before the season when we had a conversation i said you, you got any nicknames He you said Oh, Big Papa's one. The Samoan <laughs> Slasher is one. I, I forgot about the Samoan Slasher until I just revisited my notes about you. I might have to break that up. But we've been going Big Papa all year, and uh, it seems to be a hit. People no, like it.
12: Yeah, I like it. I think it's funny. Uh, it's nice <laughs> to hear the fans kind of come to me and say the same thing. So, yeah, keep it going for all right.
1: sure. All right. We, I want to dive into your story a little bit here because, you know, you're from Hawaii. And, you know, you, you got a few scholarship offers coming out of school, but um, one of them was from uh, Annapolis. Uh, you got a, a scholarship offer to join the Naval Academy. Was that something that you remember really seriously considering? And and then tell me a little bit about uh, just that whole thing, talking to a, a, a service academy.
12: Oh, definitely. Um, it was something I was looking into uh, specifically because the Coach knew Matalowa at the time. Mm. I mean, they have a great program, and it's also, you know, just a great school in general. And so, um, yeah, definitely was looking forward to that. I was really looking at all my opportunities. I wasn't very highly recruited coming out of high school. And so, you know, I just wanted to continue to play football and um, go to a good school where I could, you know, further my education as well. So,
1: so you know, your, your high school class of 2016 and maybe on signing day, it's like, okay, where are you going to go? Are you going to go to Navy? Are you going to go to BYU? Are you going to go to Virginia? And it's like, I'm going to go to... Nicaragua, right? I mean, you did the the church mission. Tell me about just that whole process. You know, uh, did you did you know for sure that you were going to do that right after high school? And how did you end up going to Nicaragua? Well, I knew
12: it was something I wanted to do from a very young age. Okay. Um, the coaches from Virginia were the ones who respected that decision of mine, and so, you know, obviously. Went out well, but you know, when I decided to go on a mission, uh, it was more so for myself to grow as a person, but also help people in general yeah. who, um, you know, are more in need than I am, and so it was a great experience for me. Um, personally, you know, think about it, you have to grow up as a man, um, you have to put others before yourself, and you also learned a lot about yourself and how to trust Heavenly Father and things like that, and so I think it helped me to mature at a very young age. I went when I was, you know, at the mere age of 18, and, <laughs> you know, um, not a lot of 18-year-olds are doing that, and so yeah. I think it was a great experience for me um, just to get out of the house and kind of learn something about myself that I can, you know, live on my own and I can achieve these things, you know, without parental guidance all the time. Yeah.
1: I mean, to get out of the house, you can go to the movies, you know, right. right. (laughs) there's a lot of different (laughs) to go to Nicaragua and serve for two years. I mean, what's that say about number 21? Yeah. I think
5: we're already figuring out why, uh, you know, where his maturity and all that comes from and why he was voted a team captain. Um, you know, you can just tell, Amy, he just, it comes from him from the minute you meet, uh, Wayne, you know, just, uh, and the impact he had with the, with the guys. Um, and it was serious and it was fun at the same time. And, uh, you know, he's, he's not only grown, but you know, he's really helped our team grow.
1: Yeah. Oh, no question about it. Um, I want to get more into what that experience was like for you. I mean, it, when you told me that you were assigned Nicaragua, right? I mean, it was, Nicaragua cho- chose you. You didn't choose Nicaragua. And, right. um, it was uh, a thing at first where you, you didn't even know for sure where it was right so right, right. Uh, how intimidating is that and then just the the leap of faith that it was to step out and be like i'm gonna go ahead and, and give these next couple years to this experience you know uh, for for better or for worse
12: yeah it was interesting so on my application because you know every missionary has to apply in order to go on a mission i put specifically on the papers that i don't feel comfortable you know learning a new language I don't feel comfortable leaving the country. Um, you know, Hawaii was all I knew, and obviously English and Samoan is all I knew at the time as well. And so when I got that calling, obviously it was a big wake-up call. You know, God has something different for me. Yeah. Some a different plan, a different path, and so I decided to roll with it. And it was very intimidating, but my parents, you know, have always instilled to me to take the challenges head-on, and. You know, it's coming regardless, so you might as well attack it. And and I think that's what I did with when it came to preparation, uh, learning the language. Um, I ended up falling in love with Spanish, and I majored in it. So yeah. Much so so yeah, it's just something you got to attack. You, you know, it's coming forward, so you got to go get it.
1: There's a, a handful of guys that you do see around college football that they uh, put college football off for a couple of years to go on a church mission, and I I always kind of wonder, um, it, it, it requires such Competitiveness in order to play college football <coughs> where, where is football in your mind during those two years? Are you like trying to work out just to stay in shape? are you half still thinking about that while you 're doing your other stuff like how, how do you try to balance that because you got to go you got to dive all into this mission and right. then you got to dive all back into football
12: after it 's over right so it was interesting I say saw on the mission you know we 're strictly uh, focus on the work that we're doing out there and, you know, trying to help people as much as we can with service projects and also just preaching and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, personally, I kind of had time off in the day where I would learn how to make concrete weights. So while I was up there, I learned um, from certain members of the church up there how to make concrete weights out of dirt. And um, they have this powder, soil that we use, and water. So it's a mixture. And every three weeks, those those weights would break down. They were only about come out to 40 pounds so they would break down every four weeks I'd have to remake them (laughs) and um, it was a tough process but I really wanted to keep in shape Um, football was always in my back in the back of my mind obviously I was focused on my work but I was also you know I had dreams to continue to play and so I would make those weights Um, I'd learn how to make jump ropes out of out of certain rope material out of trees and stuff which was pretty cool you know I, I got to learn a lot from the people out there and how they got to work out and so kind of applying that into my kind of home workouts is what i'd say and so and then also you know the diet out there is a lot different you know you go to nicaragua and you know their main source of meal is like beans and rice yeah which is you know amazing well it tastes really good i love it you know yeah. i miss it every day yeah but it isn't you know the most resourceful when it comes to, you're trying to build up weight and whatnot and so i came back at 187, and you know how to work a lot on that, but I try to stay in some type of shape and form.
1: Yeah, wow, I never have a reason to not work out ever again. <laughs> when I try to make my excuses, it's like, well, if you want to, you can make your own weights right, out of you
12: right. know, <laughs> There's always a way. There's
1: always a way. Uh, it's an incredible story, and uh, clearly, you stayed in good enough shape to actually still be an impact player. I know that you played as a true freshman when you made it to Virginia. Uh, of course, you decided to, to transfer out here. And, and tell me a little bit about that process. Um, you know, I, I think it was Coach Brechterfield that you talked to first. What was that conversation like, and, and how did you end up here at the UW? Uh,
12: well- yeah just to say like i love the coaches all at uva currently coach elliott is a great coach i had a couple conversations with him but i just felt like i needed something new uh just for myself and also to get closer to home and you know i got in the coach uh, contact with coach Noki and you know it was, it was a genuine conversation we talked about not strictly just about football but also you know what i wanted in the school what a, what he was looking for in the player and so i think one of the first conversations that i had with all the coaches was over facetime and that was Again, if it was a genuine connection, I felt like they were family from the very beginning, and then you add in that visit that I had, you know, coming out here, we didn't just focus on you know what we what we could do on the field, but also just in this community in Seattle, and you know just the energy around it. So I fell in love with it from top to bottom. It was an amazing experience. So I had no choice, you know. Personally, I just felt like it was a no-brainer to come here, here.
1: When you're looking for depth in the running back room, uh, how did you hear about Wayne Talapapa and then end up, you know, what's that conversation like, Coach, the first time you get a chance to meet him and, and see this, this kid? Well,
5: well, I think you look at our situation, you know, and uh, um, we were thin in numbers um, and you had some older guys, but we weren't even sure about their health status. Right. And so just I think the timing of everything was so perfect with Wayne. I think, um, you know, finding someone who's older – Uh, someone who has some experience, and then when you really just got to know him, you just fell in love with him. You know, all the things you're hearing right now, I'm just sitting back and listening and thinking about the perspective he has and, you know, how how I can see those different things he's talking about playing themselves out through his eyes, you know, football or non-football related. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, the seriousness, but also just the perspective he has. Like, this is really important, you know, to be a great football player but he can step back and, and also know, man, you know, there's a bigger picture in life as well that, uh, that uh, he's, he's, you know, killing right now. He's just doing an awesome job in all those areas.
1: So cool. Wayne Talapapa, 120 yards against Stanford. We will uh, talk to you more about um, kind of your backstory, but also want to get your thoughts on the season so far. Looking ahead to UCLA, playing in the Rose Bowl just uh, about 48 hours from right now. This is the Husky Football Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network, live at the Graduate Hotel. Now this for Red Hook.
7: Red Hook is proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill, less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA. Plus, a new and exciting food menu this fall you will not want to miss. With two patios, 10 big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy
8: responsibly. It's time to bring the big game to your backyard. With battery power made by Steel. Our AK Homeowner System battery tools start at just 199 dollars Find yours at over 10,000 local dealers. Steel is a proud supporter of your Washington Huskies. Real Steel. Find yours. All prices SNWSRP.
4: This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield.
3: For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care.
11: Hello, dog fans. AstroTurf, the icon that invented their industry, is thrilled to provide the stage for all the exciting moments that will occur at Husky Stadium this football season. AstroTurf's distributor in the Pacific Northwest, Coast to Coast Turf, is excited to bring a premium playing surface to Husky Stadium with the AstroTurf Root Zone 3D3 Blend Synthetic Turf System, offering supreme safety, durability, innovation, and reduced maintenance. Coast to Coast Turf, serving the Pacific Northwest and AstroTurf, the brand, since 1965.
9: to Wayne Talapapa, big Papa, 22-0 dogs.
1: Man, that play, that, that stadium erupted on that touchdown. Wayne, what, what do you remember about that moment when Washington takes a 22-0 lead against Michigan State? I mean, that was the game of the year up to that point, national TV, and for us to get out to that 22-0 start, and, and I, that, that play was just incredible.
12: Right, I mean, it was awesome, uh, ran my route, try to do my job as best as I could. I turned around and the ball seemed to be with, within seconds away. In your and face so mask. I had no choice but to catch it. Um, you know, in those kind of moments and those situations, your quarterback trusts you. You got you to gotta continue to earn that trust. And so, yeah, hope, hopefully Mike can continue to see me on the outside. Menu. But, yeah, it was an awesome, awesome play.
1: Did that sting a little bit? Was it kind of like catching a foul ball at a baseball game? Oh,
12: yeah. I thought he threw a 95-mile-per-hour a, a <laughs> fastball, so – I was just kind of grabbed it and held on fast as I could. And it worked out well, so,
1: yeah. Coach, I, I want to ask you, um, Wayne, you know, well, we, we talked to Ryan Grubb earlier this year uh, just about the offense and the role that the running backs need to play. And he said, man, you know, we need our running backs to be like a Marshall Falk type, like, mm-hmm. a, like a guy that can do it all, not just be a great ball carrier, but they got to catch passes out of the backfield to be successful in this offense. Um, what what have you seen in, in number 21 that's kind of allowed him to kind of grow into being the the all-purpose player that he is?
5: Yeah, I think, uh, number one, the willingness to go do those things and not just want to line up at tailback like a lot of tailbacks do. And, and uh, him, you know, diving into the playbook and learning it extremely fast when you have all these spots where you're lining up, all the motions that the running backs are involved with, you know, the routes they got to run, you know, and then – obviously the talent piece too comes into play where you know like like Wayne said the ball's coming extremely fast and he just made it really look really easy you know uh, one he caught it and he just kind of like nonchalantly just kind of <laughs> crossed the pylon or or across the, lo- the the goal line you know right inside the pylon and so yeah. um he just uh he's done a great job you know he's uh awesome coach he I'll never forget earlier in camp, um, there was a day where he wasn't feeling as good. I didn't know about it until the next day or two later, you know. And I'm like, hey, you you feeling all right? And the first thing he goes to is that, yeah, I feel fine. You know, But there was like the the part that he said after that is, you know, it was a practice that he wasn't as proud of. And he's like, I got to be much better. I got to be much better. You know, it's no excuse, you know, and he's just got this mindset like, you know we got to be great every single day and that's just i think how he lives his life and obviously you know how important it is to do a great job uh you know in his position
1: that's awesome coach was just talking about the playbook um i it feels just calling the plays like there are a lot of formations a lot of plays a lot of motions a lot for you to memorize in a short amount of time mm-hmm. uh you show up and and then Six weeks later, you're a co-captain on this team. Uh, Tell me about what learning this offense and kind of immersing yourself in this team has been like for you.
12: Right, I won't lie. I mean, it was difficult. This offense, you know, you've seen it for four games. You know, we move around a lot. Uh, We try to keep the defense on their toes. Uh, We want to be on the attacking side of everything. And so I think, you know, what made it easier was the coaches Uh, from the very beginning, uh, the installs that we've had, the practices, the walkthroughs. Uh, the very many you know times that the players would come out to help me as well made it a lot easier and so obviously it's continuing to be a learning process because you know although you've Guys have seen a lot. There's still more to this offense that is going to be, undis- and, you know, discovered, which is pretty cool and super awesome. So really excited about, you know, continuing to learn in this processing. You know, like Coach Grubb said and like Coach DeBoer said, you know, there's expected a lot out of the running backs and we want to continue to improve in that.
1: That's cool. Lee Marks, running backs coach, um, told me that he got all the running backs this morning uh, together this morning for, uh, for your meeting and he said he opened it up by asking, wanted everybody to go around and say uh, something you're grateful for uh what what did you say today
12: i said my family my parents yeah love them um i actually had a conversation with them last night and you know just talking about everything that we're grateful for everything that um you know we continue to pray for and all the blessings that we have currently and so super grateful for my family they always keep me in check keep me humble which is uh <laughs> what is what family is for so yeah, yeah
1: that's great um your parents seem pretty dedicated to me. They they made it from Hawaii to Virginia for a lot of football games. Right. And, and what you told me earlier was that's not one, that's not two. That's that's three connections, four different flights that yep. you have to take mm-hmm. to get from Honolulu to Charlottesville. Yeah. How thrilled are they with that uh, that direct shot, Alaska Airlines, boom, here we are, we're in Seattle.
12: I'm super happy. I mean, you know, it's hard for my dad not to hop on a flight and just come over. For him, it's it's like a nice little – bike ride now you know <laughs> in consideration um you know thinking about virginia and what they had to do to get to games over there but um yeah the, the reason i'm i'm here and you know i kind of see that support um everywhere and a lot of parents too, compliment my parents on their travel and you know what they're able to do just to come and support their kids so yeah i, I, awesome.
1: I live three time zones from my parents and I, oh, wow. that, that can be hard right mm-hmm. you know and so you were six mm-hmm. time zones from your parents how difficult is that, like, when you want to pick up the phone and make a call, but, you know, like, I don't want to wake them up, it's 3.30 in the morning, right. whatever, you know, whatever sort of thing. Uh, was that was that hard on you, and, and how nice is it to now, now be so much closer, yeah. uh, you know, relatively speaking?
12: Yeah, I'd say for a second it was tough, you know, you always want to call your parents when you're trying to make a doctor's appointment or something like that, um, but, you know, they... Made a lot of sacrifices to stay up late at night, or you know, wake up early morning and talk to me as well. And I think you know, going on a mission as well, being separated from them for such a long time, kind of helped with that um, in terms of maturity and you know, being able to be independent in that term. So,
1: that's awesome, Wayne Talapapa, great Husky. We've got more for him. We want to preview this game against UCLA coming up on Friday night, 7:35 kickoff at the Rose Bowl. Two unbeaten teams, Washington and UCLA, coming up now. This for Coors Light.
10: Saturdays are made for football, and when the game is on, we're finally off. <laughs> Off-duty, offline, out of office. A correct Coors Light is our do-not-disturb message to the world. On game day, we don't think about the 9-5, to five, but worry about the 4th and 1. So this Saturday, grab a Coors Light, press play on some pigskin, and pause on everything else. Coors Light. Mountain-cold refreshments. Made to chill. Proud partner of Husky Athletics. 2021 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly.
4: We're back, dogs, and University Bookstore has everything Husky fans need to gear up for the return of football season. Shop the largest selection of officially licensed Husky gear from top brands like Adidas, Champion, Tommy Bahama, and even more exclusive gear only available at University Bookstore and UBookstore.com. University Bookstore is 100% Husky, 100% official, and 100% you. Stop by our store or visit UBookstore.com for the best selection of official Husky gear today. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield.
8: It's time to bring the big game to your backyard. With battery power made by Steel. Our AK Homeowner System battery tools start at just $199.99. Find yours at over 10,000 local dealers. Steel is a proud supporter of your Washington Huskies. Real Steel. Find yours, all prices, SNWSRP.
6: Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists. A proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans in the game.
9: out of the pistol with Talapapa behind him. No motion to say There's the snap. And Talapapa, the C parts. He walks into the end zone. 27 yards. Touchdown, Washington. Wayne Talapapa. They called him Big Papa in Virginia. And he scores the first six points of the season.
1: That was the uh, season opener against Kent State. First drive of the year. And Wayne, I think we're all kind of excited as Husky fans to see, okay, this new offense, what's it going to look like? What's it going to look like? And you're out here in your first time as a Washington Husky, four plays, 37 yards, four handoffs to Big 21 right to the house. I mean, what kind of debut? Like how good did that feel for that to be the first drive of the season
12: for you? Oh, it was very cool. I mean, just to see the the trust that the coaches had on the offense to go out there and run the ball continuously. I think, you know, my favorite play of that game was the – fourth down on our own thirty-two, backed up, uh, just to see the trust that they had in us to kind of pull that off was super awesome. It was a sneak uh, with Mike, and man, it was it was it was huge. That's going to be one of my favorite plays of the season.
1: All right, we've got four and zero versus four and zero. One of only three games in all of college football with two undefeated teams playing each other coming up this weekend. It's Washington at UCLA. Uh, what do you see out of this uh, UCLA front, Wayne? So far, that they, they are ninth in the nation, allowing just two point six one yards per carry.
12: Yeah, they're uh, big and solid physical guys. I mean, we have those Murphy brothers. Coach was talking about the twins that have done a great job off the edges, and then those interior guys are also big. Then led by, you know, a great linebacker group and Darius mua uh number 53 who's, you know, been coast to coast, and he's done pretty well. I think he leads that team in tackles, and so uh, very physical guys up front. Um, you know, we want to do our best to keep them on their toes and keep them guessing, and so um, – you know, we gotta we got to continue to be physical as well and improve with every game, and this is another big challenge for us, so we're, we're really excited about it.
1: You've been the starter uh, this year, but a lot of different guys have had the opportunity to kind of shine out of the backfield. Richard Newton's kind of come back. He's getting right. healthy cam davis will nixon uh, another right. guy that's a incoming transfer and then sam adams had his first career touches this past week it was right. good to see 28 touch the football can you just tell me a little bit about this room and the cohesiveness and, and kind of coming together under coach marks
12: yeah we we got a little brotherhood in the room uh, a lot of us are really close and um you know there's a lot of talent in the room and we try to apply ourselves and work on making each other better and improving you know every day of practice and uh it's been awesome, kind of, to learn things from them, and I hope that they're learning things from me. And as long as we continue to improve together, I think we'll be solid throughout the season. So,
1: I, I think coming in as a, a new guy, and but also being a veteran and being voted a co-captain first, I, I'm kind of curious: what were those six weeks like between when you showed up and when people are like, "Oh yeah, no, no, he's he's good, he's a leader, like we're we're going to make him a co-captain"? What what was just getting to know them, and 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 how are you? handling your leadership style, given the fact that you are the veteran, but you're also new?
12: Right. I think a lot of people, you know, consider transitions very hard. Um, but When I came into the program, it was really easy, and it was, you know, a big reason to do with the, the players themselves. I mean, right when I came in, and, you know, no awkward feelings, no um, any hate or anything like that when new guys come in, but it was just a family aspect from the very beginning. I just felt very comfortable with them, and obviously we have a lot of great leaders on the team, Uh, guys who have been leading for a very long time which is super awesome but you know to be voted was such an honor and you know really emotional for me because of you know how much trust that they had in me to be voted in that situation and so a lot of great leaders um, but just glad to be at the forefront of that and be able to move along with them
1: coach uh,
5: yeah I, i remember telling wayne and i could see on his face you know he talks about being emotional i could tell like wow you know like really and him appreciating just like he said you know um, how much the players entrusted in him already in that short amount of time.
1: And, you know, he doesn't take that lightly. Coach Marks told me this morning, he said the thing that's neat about Wayne is, like, a lot of guys are tight with guys in their room. And I know you're, you're trying to cultivate uh, a team unity from, uh, you know, across all positions and sides of the ball and everything. But he says 21 gets along with everybody, like, like all the quarterbacks, all the offensive linemen, defensive players. Like, he, he's just – Seemed to come in and and had a really easy time uh, getting to know uh, a lot of these guys.
5: Yeah, I think he's uh, got re- great relationships in a short amount of time. Um, people trusting him. And, you know, he, he holds himself to such a high level. He's so accountable to himself that he's able to already, and it happened during fall camp, hold others accountable as well. And, uh, man, that's that's special when you can do that. In just a few weeks, Mm -hmm. and it says a lot about, you know, just what he what he does and and who he is, and uh, we're so lucky to have
1: him here. I know there's there's positivity, encouraging people when things are going well. Then there's hey, sometimes you got to say something to like try to get everybody together. We got about 30 seconds left, but I'm I'm just kind of curious, how do you positively provide uh, feedback to people that, hey, we we can up our game here.
12: Right. I think it starts with everyone's mindset. Everybody wants to win. And so when we try to help each other out, you know, it's all, it's all coming out of love, and it's all coming out of the energy that we want to win. And in order to do that, we have to keep each other accountable regardless of the situation. So.
1: Yeah, awesome. Wayne Talapapa, thanks so much for taking the awesome. time and coming out. Co-captain for the Huskies right here. Head coach, Kalen DeBoer, thanks for your time as well. We can't wait for this game at the Rose Bowl. It'll be fun on Friday night, 7.35 kickoff. Our pregame coverage statewide will begin at 5.30. Locally on flagship, 93.3 FM KJR in Seattle. It'll be 3.30 PM with our pregame coverage. Washington at UCLA, both teams 4-0. It'll be a good one on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. So long, folks.
4: This has been the Husky Football Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. The Husky Football Coaches Show was brought to you by Air Van Moving, the official mover of Husky football and your next move. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation of the Washington Sports Network.
2: Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings.